Osday Light Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Our Father guides His people, our Father makes a way. Segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Quay and presented by Julian Amo. For God to get our full and utmost attention, He takes away the captures of our attention. For God to show us His awesome, unfailing love, He allows human love to fail us and to be embittered. 
for God to cause us to depend on His abundance. He dries up all only to be fed by the brook by a raven. For God to feed us with means and invaluables, He asks us to feed the world with gifts He gave us. For God to help us as we journey through this ragged route, He must first see and feel our helplessness by Ebenezer Quay. It is our daily devotional series. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own Pastor Blessed Anu. Please, you're welcome. Thank you. We are on lesson number nine, which is captioned The Great Controversy and the Early Church. And for our main text, it is from Acts chapter 4, verse 13. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that this man had been with Jesus. And if we all should bear witness, the greatest barrier Jesus faced with his followers was their preconceived opinions. The disciples took little notice of what Jesus said if it did not fit in with their own ideas of who he should be. Right up to the time of his ascension, the disciples still quizzed Jesus about freeing Israel from the Romans. Dear friend, this is an interesting topic that we are about to discuss with you. Let us all soften our hardened hearts, the great controversy and the early church. Can you please tell us what this great controversy comes into contact with the early church? Thank you. Dear listeners, as we have been studying for some time now, we've been studying about the great controversy, how it began and how it's going on and how it's going to end. As a matter of truth, the lesson is drawing our attention that we have rebelled against God. But God, in his love and kindness, did not forsake us, but rather provided a means through which we shall be saved. So Christ, in his infinite mercy, has redeemed us through his wonderful love for us. And today's lesson is telling us the great controversy and the early church. Jesus Christ came to this earth for a purpose, to reveal himself to us as how he is in character and action and in love. He also came to destroy the works of Satan. He never ended there. He also came to redeem those who are lost so that we, through his mercies, will be saved. When he came to this earth, he did not work alone. He called some people to follow him. He had disciples, the inner circles and the larger disciples who followed him here and there. After his ascension, the disciple took on the challenge to handle or to lead the church of God to proclaim 
Christ and him crucified, so that those who have not heard of him or those who rejected him earlier will receive this message of salvation and come to God. And this did not take it lightly because they faced great opposition. They were persecuted, they were challenged here and there because they were professing Jesus Christ, that he is a resurrected Christ who gives salvation. So when we talk about great controversy in relation to the early church, the church started when they were proclaiming that Jesus Christ has died and he has resurrected and he has made available salvation to all who believe in him. But there were others in society who did not want to hear these things, who were not happy with them because they thought that if they are doing that, they are making Jesus more popular and also they are blaspheming the name of God. So they need to stop them from proclaiming Christ and him crucified. And this caused a great persecution in the early church. Some were killed, some ran away for their lives, and some left their peaceful homes and other things. So when you talk about controversy, in their personal lives too, we see some traits of these controversies, as in deciding to do what is good or right, uh, wrong, and devise versa. So some of these things were happening in the lives of the early Christians and the challenges the church face as a whole. Thank you so much for taking us through this lesson. The Great Controversy in the Early Church. We could also see that it was only after 10 days of prayer and close fellowship in the presence of God, dominant preconceptions were finally beginning to be replaced with the truth, and the disciples were ready to hear what God told them. This paved the way for the incredible events at that first Pentecost after the death of Jesus Christ. What was this incredible event that happened? When Jesus ascended to heaven on the Mount of Olives, if you read Acts chapter 4, verse 11, from verse 10 to 11, he says that the disciples were still there, gazing up into the skies. And behold, there were two men robed in white dresses. And they asked them, Men of Galilee, why are you staring in the skies like this? This same Christ who has ascended from you shall in so manner come the second time. So when these people heard this, they remembered the words of Jesus Christ that he told them that remain in Jerusalem till I send a comforter, a counselor to you. So they went into the temple of Jerusalem. The Bible says the upper room or they were in the room. They locked themselves up together and they made great transformation. There was a great revival among them because the things they were doing that hindered them from accepting the gift God was giving to them, they need to let it go. So they let all these things away. The Holy Spirit descended upon them and they stood and proclaimed the message of Jesus Christ. So the event that happened is that when Jesus left, these people received the gift, which is the Holy Spirit, and they were able to stand firmly and proclaim that Jesus Christ has died, and his death is for the resurrection of humanity. So everybody who hears these words should come to Jesus, and he will accept him and give him salvation. Thank you so much for letting us know what exactly happened after the death of Christ. The great controversy in the early church is what we are looking at today. And as we have already gone through the lesson, we have, we have been told that with this week's lesson, we will see the great controversy played out in different ways. We will see it manifested openly as those in power and inspired by Satan to repress the truth. But we will also see it played out in a subtler but more crucial area, that is the human heart. 
Dear friend, this is an indeed a great and interesting lesson that we are about to listen for this week. And I believe that as we have begun with you, you will continue to be with us till the end of the lesson. May the good Lord continue to shower and bless us now and forevermore. Amen. Our pastor will give us his last words. What I would like to say at the end of this lesson is that Satan is working very hard to take the truth from us. He wants us to have a share or to share with him his inheritance, of which Christ has something better for us. So as we go through this life, as we follow Christ, as we prepare, as we seek to know him better, we should remember that Satan is working very hard to snatch us from the hands of God. But faithful is God that whenever we trust and lean on him, he will rescue us and keep us in his grace. So dear friend, I encourage you, to seek the Lord in prayer and his, the study of his word, so that at the end you will be filled with the Holy Spirit, that you may live rightly for him. And when he comes, because of your faithfulness and the acceptance of Jesus Christ and his righteousness, you shall not be found wanting. Thank you for hearing us. Indeed, God has been so good to us for ushering us into this holy day to share his word with you. May his name be praised now and forevermore. And I believe that you have really been blessed for being part of today's lesson. Stay For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Dwelling in your 
the moment of truth watching for you and for me you once again welcome to the moment of truth i'm your humble servant samuel nyantechi kwame today's sermon is entitled the secret of personal power the secret of personal power let's have a word of prayer we grateful, Father, once again for a moment like this. Through your Son, talk to you people and even myself. And help us to be doers of your word. So that at the end, we won't be far wanting, but be yours to glorify you. In Jesus' name, Amen. The secret of personal power is the topic, and my memory verse is taken from Second Corinthians 5.17. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become anew. Human beings are separated from God, the source of life. The result is death. Unaided by the grace of God, all are helpless prisoners to sin. We are condemned to eternal death 
death because of sin. The death of Jesus paid the penalty of sin for every person. However, this gift must be accepted individually. It becomes effective when a person chooses to acknowledge Jesus as Savior. When in true sorrow, sin is confessed and surrounded to Jesus. When the life is committed to Christ, not only is there pardon, there is power. Amen. The plan of salvation is two, is in two folds. There is pardon from the penalty of sin. And there is release from the power of sin. Amen. All made possible through the Holy Spirit working the miracle of transformation in a surrounded life. That is why in the scripture as we read, our memory test, it gives us a promise that if we indeed give ourselves to him, we become a new person altogether. We change totally, not by our power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can a human being accomplish this change himself? No. As the book of Job 14.4 and Jeremiah 13.23 reads, Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? No one. Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard its spots? Then may you also do good who are accustomed to do evil. This is clearly stated that no man Nobody on earth can do good to himself or can change his bad attitudes unless it is the work of a divine being. How did Jesus describe this change to respectable, God-fearing Nicodemus? According to John 3, 1 to 8, there was a man named Nicodemus. Jesus said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he can enter the kingdom of God not. How does this miraculous change take place? Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. A wonderful God. Because of the love of God, he gave himself for us so that we will be saved. When a woman being surrounded totally to God, the Holy Spirit takes possession of the life. The result is a mysterious union with God whereby a person becomes a new individual. He is now under the control of a completely new nature. Romans 6, 6-11 through 11. By receiving Christ, he receives power for victorious living, according to John 1, 12. And day by day, as he abides in Christ, the Holy Spirit writes the principles of the law upon his heart. John 15, 4 and Hebrews 8, 10. Are men then saved by grace or by works? Ephesians 8, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Salvation is totally of grace, never of works. Even when the 
born again Christian obeys God. It is Christ that empowers for the working. Man only cooperates with Christ and lets Christ work in him. Man's responsibility is to be willing to do anything Christ asks him. To do it because he loves Christ so much. And Christ will never ask to do anything that he will not provide us the power to do it. Amen. This tells us that the power to do good is of Christ. And he is ever ready to give so that we can do good to glorify him. Jesus can take a person who is lost in sin, a wretched, defiled, condemned, and completely transformed the nature. Christ delights in saving people. He loves to lift them from the guttermost to the outermost. Amen. From the depths of despair to the delight of discipleship. Praise his holy name because he has worked towards your salvation to that extent. May the good God help you to understand him so that you can have such a secret power for eternal life. Thanks God for a moment like this. Help us to receive that power of living without sin to glorify you. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.